Welcome to the Rise with Natalie podcast, a place for you to expand your world. I'm your host, Natalie Holbrook, an intuitive astrologer and transformational guide, and I am obsessed with all things that allow you to step into your greatest potential. It is my mission to teach you to use the cosmos to better understand yourself, your journey, and empower you to live as the magnificent universe of magic that you are. In some episodes, I'll break down the energy and the stars and how to best navigate them. And in others, I'll feature powerful guests whose tools encourage you to live your most abundant and aligned life. This podcast is to connect you with yourself, spirituality, healing, health, consciousness, and so much more with the goal of inspiring you to create your own heaven here on earth. I love connecting with you, so say hi on Instagram at Rise with Natalie. And if you want to go deeper, download my video or written guide on how to read your birth chart or book a reading or a subconscious transformation session, all linked in the show notes down below. I hope you enjoy this episode and trust that there is always magic coming your way. I am so excited to have a very special guest today and the first of uh, the kind that we have of her today, we have Meg Myers, who is an artist, a musician, and I'm going to read her amazing bio because when I read it, I was like, yes, I can't wait to talk and I can't wait for you guys to all listen to this conversation. So Meg Myers is the epitome of divine feminine energy and magic, transforming her being and sound through deep introspection via a spiritual awakening. Through her work, she has created a new genre of music that she describes as 5D rock. Since the release of her debut album, Sorry, Myers has received critical acclaim and earned a devoted legion of fans. The album spawned the alternative radio hits Desire and Sorry and led to appearances on The Tonight Show, Last Call with Carson Daly, Jimmy Kimmel Live, and more. She solidified her stature at the pinnacle of the indie alternative genre with her follow-up album, Take Me to the Disco, which featured the prominent single, Numb. Myers quickly followed up with the blockbuster success of her chart-topping cover of Kate Bush's 1985 classic, Running Up That Hill. By the way, this is one of my all-time favorite songs. If you guys listening don't know that song, please go listen to it. You can listen to to Meg's version, listen to the Kate Bush version. Like, it's so incredible. Um, And she originally performed during an NPR Tiny Desk concert. The song made history by ascending to number one on Billboard's Alternative Songs airplay chart 42 weeks after its official release which is a really big fucking deal. (laughs) The cover also reached number one on Billboard's Rock Airplay chart in its 29th week. And as Myers moves forward toward the release of her forthcoming album, she feels guided by a radiant clarity of purpose and a newly discovered understanding of her distinct role as an artist. She is a multidimensional being with many forms of expression and a shape-shifting embodiment and evolution, which is reflected throughout her new music. I realize that everything I've gone through is part of my mission to do things differently and create something that helps others, she stated. My ultimate direction for my music is human collective healing and freedom from the past so that we can create a more unified future. And also, we must touch on the fact that Meg is a Libra sun. She is a Scorpio moon and a Cancer rising. So welcome, Meg, to the podcast. Hello, guys, everybody. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) What a bio. How do you feel when you hear that about yourself? It's like, wow. (laughs) It's cool hearing it read back, for sure. We actually just finished that recently. So um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty powerful. And I love that that ending part because that is so true. Human collective healing. That's like that's everything, you know. Um, so it's great to be here. <laughs> yes, so happy to have you here. Absolutely. So I'd love to just kind of dive in and just tell us like who are you <laughs> and you know, how did this musical journey and you really stepping into an artist come to be, you know, kind of like starting at the beginning. And then I want to eventually we'll talk about your whole spiritual awakening and where you're at now. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, what, who am I? (laughs) I'm still figuring it out every day. It's like shifting and changing and evolving and, you know, and, and rapidly. And, um, I think that can look a little bit, um, crazy to some people and, and then lots of people are stoked on it, but, um, you know, just doing my best and being myself and, um, you know, I started playing music when I was a kid. Uh, my, my family was very musical. My father and my mother uh, used to play guitar and sing a lot and do harmonies together. And 
Um, my brother played guitar and bass, and my little brother plays drums, and my sister plays keys. My whole family is very musical. Uh, so it was around me, and I felt like a, a really, and I felt like I really needed to do something to express myself. And so I, I was started putting on a lot of plays, like acting with my siblings, and um, and I started playing music and around, I guess, nine years old, but it really didn't start. I, I didn't start actually writing songs until I was about 12. Um, and so at 12 years old, I was writing on keyboard and I picked up the bass around 13 and my brother taught me Teen Spirit. Uh, wow, <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> yeah, and we started a band and it was called Feeling Numb in South Florida. And we... Uh, we did that for a while. It was like a grunge punk uh, rock band and lots of screaming and headbanging. <laughs> and mm -hmm. and then when I was 17, I, uh, uh, sorry, my cat just distracted me. I have two cats, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their names are Lucid and Freddie and Lucid is coming over here right now. And so uh, yeah, so uh, where was I at? And so when I was 17, then I left the band and I felt this call to, you know, expand uh, my environment. And so I ended up leaving the band and, and playing my, on my own acoustic, writing a bunch of songs. And then I, I left South Florida around 19 years old, uh, went to Los Angeles and started pursuing music in Los Angeles and playing lots of gigs, uh, acoustic, trying to find a band, uh, could never really find what I was you know what I was looking for and so then I ended up playing this show and uh I met this producer named Andy Rosen and he goes by Dr. Rosen Rosen and and I ended up signing with him and doing a a video and an EP and we uh ended up getting picked up by Atlantic Records um and we made that like e those eps or that i think it was was it two eps i can't remember right now i think it was i can't remember wow uh <laughs> but we made we made music and we made some really cool stuff together and then it got picked up by atlantic and i was like during this whole time i was like i was waitressing too so i waitressed for about 12 years uh between florida and los angeles and then i ended up uh, getting picked up by Atlantic and that was just a whole whirlwind honestly from that time until now you know or, or until I I would say from that time until I had my awakening um, it was just a whirlwind it was like my song Desire got picked up on the radio and it you know, started um, getting a lot of success uh, online and in Kansas City actually was where I think it was like where where Desire my song really got picked up at, um, and and then I started going on tour and then I started making an album and um, and I went through a lot of challenges, lots of challenges, <laughs> like touring and uh, and le learning many, many lessons about giving my power away. And um, and uh, then I ended up making another album on another label um, after I got dropped by Atlantic. Uh, with a, a label called 300 and that was called take me to the disco um which was the the album after my first album sorry so then i was on that one and i went on tour once again faced so many challenges like it just seemed to get, be getting more and more and more and more intense everything and um and that's uh after that tour about a week after that tour i uh i had an awakening and so tiny desk was the last filming that I did uh, one week before my awakening. I'm, I'm actually uh, drinking out of a yellow smiley face cup in it. And that's at about 11 a.m. or something, or maybe earlier. And that's vodka. And, wow. <laughs> and that was, uh, yeah, that was, I, I was just, I felt like I was, uh, you know, I was, I was hitting rock bottom internally. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was just like feeling like I wasn't in control of my life or I feel like I was just a puppet and just kind of, you know, going from this thing to this thing to this thing and doing what everybody was asking me to do, but I didn't feel like I was really doing what I wanted to do. Um, I knew that I loved music and I had written all this amazing music and so profound, but it didn't feel like I was really 
um it didn't feel like I was really I, I just felt like I was disconnected and um and going too fast um and so I wasn't really getting to enjoy like all of this you know all of this work that I that I had created and um and so anyway but that was a part of that was a part of the process so <laughs> um that led me to 2018 um and and hey let me know if i'm like skipping over anything or if i'm going too fast uh just kind of wanted no it's perfect general, i guess you know. yeah yeah no keep going and then i'll i'll ask you sure. some questions sure okay so yeah and then 2018 um, I, I w w just, I started meditating, had an awakening in my home. Uh, I meditated for three hours. I knew that I needed to meditate. I, my mom was always telling me, you need to meditate, you need to meditate. And I was like, mm -hmm. I know. I, and I even said to her like about, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks before I had my awakening, I just feel like I'm holding myself down from waking up. Like I said that to her and wow. I didn't even know what, what waking up meant, but I knew that there was something else that I, that there was a, there was, you know, a higher calling that I was holding myself back from. I knew that there was, you know, yeah. So I ended up um, meditating for three hours. I was like, fine, I'm doing it. And I just laid there. I actually had like a crystal on my forehead and a, a crystal on my heart and, um, I think it was rose quartz and amethyst, and um, there were these skull crystals that a friend had given me, and and that was that was really the beginning of a whole other storm. <laughs> so and and like you know euphoria and storm that, um, and that was I guess yeah December of two thousand eighteen. So, wow, such a journey, such a journey, and okay, so I have to ask because. As an astrologer, I'm obsessed with dates and age and everything because we see these critical moments happening, right? That like catapult us into either that rock bottom or into the euphoria piece. So when you yeah. got signed, how old were you when you had first gotten that deal with Atlantic Records? Man, you know, I don't, I wish I could remember. I was just thinking about this earlier. I was like, I can't really remember. I need to go back and look at some dates of stuff, but I, I think it was... I mean, I've been doing this, like, I guess, you you know, professionally, quote unquote, for yeah. maybe like eight years or some, uh, where am I at? I'm 35. I'm, I'm actually almost 36 years old in three mm -hmm. months. So it was about, you know, it was around eight years ago ish. So I was in my mid to late 20s. Yeah, um, I just got I, chills. Yeah. <laughs> because I yeah. have a feeling that when that happened was exactly when you were at the beginning of your Saturn return. Saturn and so, return, I knew yep, it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't really know much about it. I've just been hearing that a lot. Um, so, and I think, I think my little brother's actually around his right now. So mm -hmm. can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I'm even pulling up. So for everybody listening, we have Meg's chart, which is online and you guys can go onto the patreon and you can see you know what we're doing here but i'm gonna show you exactly the transit of the time of what was going on so the chart just to kind of go over this quickly is that this here is is your personal birth chart have you seen this before i have it's been a while been okay a while. so you know this is the moment that you were born if we were to imagine that there was a photographer who took a photo of the sky. This is what it looked like in terms of where the planets were. And then these triangles represent the houses, which um, talk about different areas of your life. And so whenever we see condensed planets in one certain house, that's going to show that your soul was like, hey, in this lifetime, I'm going to go focus on this area of my life. I'm going to learn about this, or I'm going to learn through really difficult lessons and have to get over this thing. And so you know, you have, as you can see, you have so much happening in this fifth house here and you're going to just laugh out loud because the fifth house is all about creative artistic, artistic expression. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where, right. You have this huge emphasis on all of this and it's in the sign of Scorpio, which is death and rebirth and transformation and sexuality. I know that you have a song that just came out too about sexuality, right? Like there's a lot yeah. of stuff about transformation and with Scorpio energy it's like it's so polarizing it's like I'm gonna 
you know, hit that target. I'm going to go for something. It's very, very determined. But a lot of times that determination is just paved with, it's like a, a road of nails that you have to dance upon, you know, and sometimes it, it's like good reflexology on your feet. And sometimes it's the worst pain in the whole world. And it's you learning how to overcome all of that. But the beauty of Scorpio is that it's the mystic, it's the alchemist, it's really here to transform itself and in part transform others, which I know is a huge piece of your mission. Wow, this is unbelievable. Yeah, this all really resonates, you know, I mean, look, even with where I'm at right now in my life, like, you know, it's, um, there's a lot more clarity, you know, and understanding of stuff, but and surrender, I would say, and acceptance because of all the shadow work, you know, um but and up leveling literally physical upgrades and all of that but simultaneously like uh, it's just it's crazy it's been really it's been really challenging um yeah. it's been really challenging i'm in one of the mo i'm actually just coming out of or you know on my way currently out of one of the most challenging times of my entire life as well um, mm -hmm. And it's all around creativity and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all of this. And, um, and just, the, yeah, the Scorpio, all, all my Scorpio planets too. <laughs> oh yeah. They're <laughs> all, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. absolutely. And you know, the funny thing, so in astrology, we have something um, where basically depending on how old you are, there's a focus on each year that correlates with a different house. And so when people turn 35, this happens to everybody, there's an emphasis on this 12th house here. And the 12th house is the energy of retreating. So, you know, at the beginning of the show, we talked about how Meg's in Ojai right now. She wanted to like get away from LA. So it's like, you're kind of on your own little retreat, like in a different land. And it's the energy of mental health where you have to kind of go through this confusion or this feeling of like, who am I? Because so you know how we see that there's 12, there's 12 of these houses. And so every 12 years, you essentially complete a new cycle. So it's like from zero to 12, we are, you know, going from children to adolescence from 12 to 24, we go from being teenagers to young adults. And then from 24 to 36, we go through like, okay, I'm figuring myself out as a young adult. And then I really step into like, okay, now I'm like really kind of an adult, I guess, but it's not like middle adult yet. Like you're still figuring those things out. And so that's that cycle that when you're at the age of 35, you're at that last straw of that circle or that last leg of that cycle. And so wow. you're kind of in this like it's, it almost is like a, a portal. It's like a transition and an initiation that you have to go through to, to figure out, okay, how is it that I can really reflect back on everything that's happened in the last 12 years? It's so beautiful. And that, you know, for the good and for the bad and for the hard and for the ugly, but for the amazing pieces. And now yeah. say, what do I want to pull into my life now? And a lot of yeah. this is very confusing because it's this original Pisces energy, even though yours is ruled by Gemini for everybody, the original house or the original sign that rules this is Pisces, which is extremely creative. So you might be having, you know, you're creating an album, like there's a lot of creativity that comes from it, but it also, it's like, it can be so just, just murky and hazy where you're like, what am I doing today? Like yeah. what, what happened? Yeah. And That's a lot how of it's been. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I also yeah. like, I, I've spent the last year um like completely alone no relationships um like nothing like i w lots of therapy like lots of just you know that and 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 creation like but feeling like kind of like what am i doing like how do i you know how do i how do i do all the things that i want to do um and you know tapping into all these higher frequencies but not really sure how to you know like move forward in the material world and i feel like i'm now like wow i'm starting to come i'm like like i said i'm on my verge of coming out of it now and i'm starting to pay more attention to the physical world and all of these things around me and making making things happen and like seeing that there's there's like light at the end of the tunnel and there's hope now and like okay i think i'm i have a better understanding and all of a sudden like you know a lot of things fell away from my life 
um I let a lot of things go recently and um and new things are coming in and but there's been a lot of uncertainty of like how is this going to happen and like oh my god you know and like just literally like on my knees like purging like so hard and just like you know what I'm not even going to talk to my spirit guides or anybody or my just like straight to god dear god like I surrender like I can't do this without you please help me like you know there's been a lot of that so <laughs> Wow. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It is. It's the year of surrender. And it's, it's funny because so you and I are the same age. So I went through this too this year and oh, it was gosh. insane. And it was, I did the same thing. I moved to Asheville for an entire year, like out to the people were like, where are you going? Like what's, you know, people didn't know that they're like, what's Asheville. Yeah. And <laughs> I also, I say the same exact thing where I'm like, I was brought to my knees and it was the year that strengthened my faith in God the most. And I, I never, like, I was actually raised very religious, but then after a while I disconnected from it because it just didn't resonate. And then I got really into exactly like you said, like spirit guides and yoga meditation, all of the kind of alternative ways that are still bringing you really close. And the show was like, Nope, it's God. Like it's, you know, it's connected and, and just letting go. And, And that's the beauty because it's like, that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing this year. And anybody, if you're listening, who's 35 years old, or if you're turning 35, or if you've gone through it, like it is this letting go of everything that you thought that you knew, and especially a lot of ego deaths, you know, so that you can basically come in pure and go into the next version of your life is like, I have all this wisdom with me, but I'm letting go of feeling like I have to be this way, or it's especially, I feel like it dissolves money, toxic people, you know, toxic parts of yourself that are attracting toxic people, right? It forces you to let go of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely like, it's, it brought me into, I I felt like I was already a very humble person and it brought me into deeper layers of feeling like, you know, uh, just the mean, the actual meaning of that is like, whoa, okay. Like I understand things at a, at a, at a deeper level now. And also I know how to, in the future, you know, whether I do or not, but I understand now how to apply when you feel like you've hit rock bottom, um, how to apply that to when this happens again, because there's always going to be this ebb and flow and, you know, it's and not getting attached to, um, understanding also new layers of like not getting attached to the, the highs and, and the lows and just like here I am I'm safe like here I am again like you know this is never ending we're in the never ending story and so you know um absolutely yeah 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 100 and I think that's like the beauty of all of it too is that it's like it it is this never ending story like we keep going until we die <laughs> and it's like how however you deal with that is what's going to make your life beautiful, you know, because it's the, the reaction to all of that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Um, So let's pull up, let's circle back to the Saturn return. Cause I think that this is so interesting. So the Saturn return is this time in your life and it's, it's for everybody when they are between the ages of 28 to 32. And what happens is that we can see as I'm moving around this the circle. So we have the inside of the chart, which is your chart. And then we have the outside and the outside is what we call the transits. Cause this is how the planets are transitioning in the world. And so when the Saturn return hits, it really, you know, this is pretty much when your age, like 29, um, 30 or so. And this would be the time that it would probably be between like 2013 up until 2017 that you were going through this Saturn return where all of a sudden it's like something happens in your life that just fully changes you. And so it sounds like that was probably when you signed with Atlantic and then you started touring and it's like, okay, this thing changes and you go down this different path, but then you are faced with the most incredible hardships of your life because it depends on every single decision that you make. Every person that's in your life is going to somehow challenge you to test your maturity and and force you into maturity and basically force you into self-knowledge, self-love, self-growth, and have a deeper awareness of who you are. And for you, it's also in the sign of Sagittarius, 
which represents higher knowledge. It also represents traveling. So if you were traveling, you know, like you said, you were on tour, that makes a lot of sense as well. But it's like, it's, it's bringing out this side of that Sagittarian and the Sagittarius energy is of being the seeker. So it's like, it forces you to seek, but there's also going to be hardships that are going to be on that road with you so that it's almost like you're faced with these trials. So you have to seek wow, how the heck do I get out of this type of situation? And what do I do to healthfully get myself into a better state of being? Wow. All right, my dears, in case you are unaware, let me just tell you, it is Leo season. This is one of my favorite times of the year because everyone's hearts seem to be blasted open. I know that mine definitely is. And because of this, I have a very special offer This season, I am going to be offering all of my astrology readings, soul purpose readings, transit readings, and relationship readings for $188, which is a huge discount off of my readings that are typically $350, and I'm doing this because I feel so compelled to share the gift of astrology with you personally, of how it affects your day-to-day, of where Leo rules in your chart, and how to make the most of this year, which is so powerful and potent. And also we have the Lion's Gate coming up, which is happening on August 8th. It is a time for you to step into your gifts. So visit the link in the show notes to get your reading today, and I cannot wait to meet you and your beautiful soul. So are you open to sharing? Because I just think it's so fascinating because, you know, probably what 0.0001% of people on the earth ever go on tour. (laughs) What were some of the things that you found to be difficult that you were able to then overcome that have turned you into who you are now? Wow. Well, okay. This is a big one. And one that I haven't really gotten into details with, with, with anyone, you know, other than like close friends, but yeah. um, So, so bear with me as I I sort of like try and dissect, dissect this and talk about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But so, um, so, so, you know, for me, it was like, there was, I didn't really feel like I had how do I say this? I didn't feel like I had the proper support around me, you know, and of course, like, how could I if I don't even know what I need, you know, so um, I didn't feel like I had the right kind of support around me, first of all, but that was it's not to blame anyone, but I don't think any of us really knew what to do. There was like a lot of like not knowing what to do and trying to navigate that world. Um, And um, and so there was a lot of things that were booked back to back to back to back and it was a lack of sleep. Um, I was to like cope with everything back then and social anxiety and, you know, the amount of like as an empath and HSP, like the, I, just absorbing everyone's energy and like I, solitude is very important for me and like just being in an environment 24 seven like aside from maybe you know it was like two three hours of sleep um in a hotel room and then back in the van or you know we were in a van most of the time I only did one bus tour ever um which was all challenging and and also (laughs) in other ways but Mm -hmm. um but being in a van for for you know with all these people and going and playing these shows like and having these really amazing experiences connecting with fans and on stage and stuff but but I was trying to cope with the reality, which was like, I'm around people all the time. I don't know who I am. I don't know. I I don't understand what's happening. I have all this trauma in my body. You know, I'm just telling you like now knowing I didn't know back then, you know, holding all this trauma in my body of stuff from my childhood and whatever, you know, past lives, all of this stuff is coming up now and I, I don't know how to do with it. You know, um, and so I'm going to drink and I'm just going to drink and drink and drink and drink whenever I can to, to stay numb and be able to just get through this and, um, and to look normal or whatever, you know, trying to like make everybody happy and big time people pleasing, just mm. wanting everybody to be happy. And so how can I make everybody happy? So really just like giving myself to everything um, and everyone and just felt lost and um, you know, and yeah, really ma- major lack of sleep, just being, ha- having a lot of like physical, um, health issues w- with my bladder. 
um and so that was coming up a lot um just like lots of infections um i ended up dehydrated um and i ended up in the hospital once on tour um and they uh told my label um i was in atlantic at the time and they said uh um to my anr guy who i actually really love so much um uh right he's he was always really supportive of me but they said to him you guys need to leave her alone like i was having and she's having a nervous breakdown basically like i was losing my hair <laughs> you know wow yeah um, and you know and everybody's like mag myers and like all the success and it's so awesome and i'm just like i am like you know in, in these toxic relationships friendships you know romantic relationships career my all, all of it none, nothing felt like I, I just felt really lost. Um, and I, and I felt, you know, I think the music, oh, I don't even know how, what, what I'm saying right now, I guess. Um, so again, see, I haven't really like talked about this. So it's, yeah. um, it's, a, it's a little bit of a whirlwind even connecting to it right now. Cause it was like, it was like that. It was like, wow, you know, all of this, I, I, I just felt you know, before I even went out on the road, I was dealing with all of this stuff. And then to go out on the road and I was dealing with depression and anxiety and, and social anxiety and um, and and not feeling like I could be myself. I didn't even know what that meant. Like I didn't like authentic. Like I don't even know. It's like, you know, the only like way that I was able to express myself authentically really was like, you know, with through my music like that was where mm -hmm. the magic was um and slowly that started becoming less and less because I started feeling um like who am I and how do I put on a show and um I gotta just go out there and put on a show and like keep everything like um keep it be, just be cool keep everything you know sweep everything under the rug and make sure everything is together and stuff and it, it kind of just like that you know with my ego that just kept on and on and building and building and building over the years um and like and then like you know then started becoming like compare you know when you get my lips done and let me get you know <laughs> i you know, listen, let me get botox let me cut my hair let me try to look as perfect as possible maybe that will make everything okay um, I went through that phase and mm -hmm. that was around take me to the disco and, you know, let me, you know, try and let me make everybody happy and look like a star and stuff when internally I was just completely um, just, just numbed out um, and trying to hold my frequency down, <laughs> you know, um, and so. Sorry, I kind of went off there, I trailed off a bit, but, you know, like that's I guess the dark side of it you know um yeah the light side of it is that I had so much like even though I wasn't fully aware then of what was happening like um you know I was I I toured a good amount um and like was able to like really connect with people and create something like a foundation with with you know a lot of like potential to, uh, what, what am I saying? Like just mental health, um, um, healing with mm -hmm. people. And, um, I don't know. I don't even know what I want to say right now, actually. I'm no. just kind of sitting in it. I, I, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if there's even words for it, actually. I'm like sitting here just like, wow, I, I, you know, feeling into it. Um, it's like, it's interesting because I, I went, through after my awakening like I went through such an intense like process of like I need to be all light now which we tend to do right but like mm -hmm. gotta be all light now and like you know that was dark and I did all this dark stuff and you know that was bad and all these things and you know and I want to go this direction now and then you know of course like it's been a process of like integrating it all and I just I I don't know. Um, I think I just want to say for maybe like the listeners that it's like, 
I, I, I like love it all as I, even though I'm talking about it, I love it so much, the whole journey. Um, and I'm so thankful for it because it is truly like, there's been so much, so many lessons and blessings. I, I, I just started calling them the other night lessings, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's yeah. so many lessings and, um, and just like integration of that. And I like, you know, I like love my the music that I created and the whole journey that I went on, like, is like so meaningful to me. Um, and the experiences and the people and just like I actually like I, I think what's maybe a, a little bit challenging to talk about sometimes I haven't figured out how to talk about it yet is because I'm like well I want to be able to talk about everything that happened but it's like it's all these things that maybe look negative but it, it's all I see it as all positive stuff so um so yeah absolutely um, thank you for sharing all of that I think that I think that there's so many things that people can relate to in that of one, like the people pleasing, you know, is so huge. And I also want to point out in your chart, because this is what's so fascinating is that you actually are really here to learn about people pleasing (laughs) because, you know, your son is in Libra and Libra is the energy of partnership. And it's the energy of how is it that you know, I can still maintain my balance of who I am of being in harmony with my authentic self versus when I'm in either relationship, when it's, you know, discussing the the masculine, the feminine, the man, the female, it's like this, yeah. this journey that you're on this, this path to learn about and then to bring others into. And then the fact that you have this little guy here. So this is called the South Node. And the South Node are our past lives and it's our karmic past lives. And it's the lessons that we are letting go of, or it's the, the, the traits of Libra or the traits of whatever sign that it's in for you being Libra, that we're letting go of that. So it's letting go of codependency. It's letting go of people pleasing, letting go of thinking that we have to be a certain way to be loved, or especially that we have to look a certain way to be loved because Libra yeah. is ruled by Venus. And so, you know, Venus is the planet of beauty and love and femininity. And so it's really shedding all of those lessons and that then your North node is moving into Aries where it's about how is it that I get to be my own person, that I'm an individual, that I get to be kind of this warrior type of stature that's bringing me higher and further. And the cool thing about this is your area of life that's into the the 10th house is career. And so it's like your soul said, I'm going to learn all of these lessons through career. Wow. Yeah, that really resonates. I mean, even just like the last year, I feel like I have been, you know, well, first of all, I have a song called, uh, it's called Waste of Confetti. And I say in the chorus, um, why do I pretend when my heart is pulling at me? Why do I say yes? I try to make everyone happy. Here I go. I'm people pleasing again. Um, uh, I just forgot. I'm people pleasing again. Why do I abandon my own party? A waste of confetti. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's wild. It's interesting. I mean, you know, even like depending on where I'm at every day and like, you know, I'm a very emotional person, a lot of water in my chart. And so it's Mm -hmm. like, and I'm, and just, yeah, everything I'm going through. So I, I, it's, it's important for me to like cry every day and release emotions. And if I don't, I get anxiety and I tend to like start giving too much or, or just get scattered and have a hard time focusing. And so I end up like giving like people pleasing and stuff. And, you know, I have to pay attention when I'm, we're having this conversation right now. It's like I'm used to like my whole life. I'm used to, you know, what uh, kind of like putting a filter on myself or like what's OK for me to say? How, how should I say this? What you know, how will this like thinking about how will this affect other people? And mm-hmm. so it's been such an intense process of like, OK, well, what do I just what do I want to say? <laughs> um you know um and like and that's it's like a constant you know constantly observing myself going in and out of that and like you know yeah I'm having a day where I feel like in my power and my sovereignty and just like fully you know feeling embodied and stuff and then there's days where it's just like back to the old old ways and that stuff coming up and uh just really paying attention to that and stuff and trying not to judge it when it comes up 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, I even noticed it come up on our call a couple times that you've been noticing it, me going in and out of it. And I'm like, well, I haven't cried today. So, <laughs> you know, so. well, feel but, free to cry on our call. <laughs> yeah, so. thank you. I'm, thank you. But so, yeah. And, you know, like through a lot of this work, through a lot of my healing journey, um, I have been... I receive visions and dreams and and just like you know all these creative ideas and my got my guides my spirit guide said to me once like start expressing yourself more through your style mm -hmm. and i was like hmm, i don't even know what that is so i didn't really for for a few few more months i didn't really i mean just a little bit here and there like okay i'll wear that shirt or something like I don't really know what they mean. And then I started getting visions and started just having, you know, new layers of waking up and seeing, tapping into these realms and seeing like, um, like my hair this way or like just different things. And I started following that because I was like, that sounds fun. I kind of want to do that. And so I would do it and I'm like, wow, this feels really good. And, you know, this is just physical stuff, but, but this isn't, this was like an important thing for me because the physical thing was always trying to I didn't really understand that like I went from like you know <laughs> uh you know people pleasing trying to like look a certain way trying to be a girl like whatever mm -hmm. a girl means and then like, having an awakening and just being like fuck everything I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on here sorry that's but, fine <laughs> like just like f everything I'm gonna wear uh I'm going to wear sweatpants and baggy clothes and just like, you know, middle fingers to everybody for a long time. I don't give a crap. And then I started getting these downloads to like, you know, start expressing myself in these ways and very, I would say more androgynous ways um, is, is, is how it feels for me. And, you know, like, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that, but it's been interesting watching my fan base online, actually, like, uh, like, loads and like loads and loads of people falling away, as I'm expressing myself more, and as I'm becoming mm -hmm. more authentic, and I feel more like I'm having fun with what I'm, you know, what I'm saying through my style. And, um, watching loads of people fall away and then watching loads more people come in that resonate yes. with it and yes. that's been so cool so like I had to really like hold that knowing that intuitive knowing of like okay whenever people would fall away I'd be like I know why this is happening to make room for the people that do resonate so and then it would be like boom you know a few days later or something and um that's been really cool to watch so yeah, I love yeah. that. That's, you know, it's just like, it's such a, such an example of stepping into your authenticity. And like you said, not giving a fuck, because it's like, the people who are going to be with you are going to be with you and let the people who are not like easily fall away. And it's, it's cool, because I think that so many people have been going through a lot like this past year, like the like starting from 2022, I've seen so many people going through some of the hardest times of their life, myself included, where you're like, what gives, you know, and that's because we've had yeah. this energy of this. So this, you know, in your chart, you have the South node that's naturally in Libra and it's next to your son. So it's almost like you carry this energy of whatever past that was that people see, oh, she's letting go of this. She's morphing, she's changing. And for everybody in the collective, yourself included, myself, everybody around we're all going through this year and a half period, which started in January, where the Scorpio South node is moving through all of our, our areas of Scorpio. And so this okay. means that we're having all of our shadows that we thought that we've already dealt with come up to the surface to look us in the face and to say, here's your demon, fight with me or laugh at me. You know, whatever mm. we kind of, whatever way yeah. we want that to be, and mm -hmm. so it's just like, I think this is one of the most important things for every individual to know, because we can actually use this time as so much empowerment. For me, I went through the same thing where it was like all these body issues, body image issues that I thought that I had dealt with, you know, five or six years ago, all of a sudden came back. And I was like, what the hell? Like, you know, it's just, it brings up this stuff from the past and it's stuff that we're all looking to be healed. And so because you have so much Scorpio energy, you know, you have four major planets in Scorpio, you have your moon, we have Venus, Pluto, and Mercury, 
you know, this pretty much at the end of January is when this started for you. And so you probably really were going through something or feeling this deeply on your emotions, maybe even your connection to your mom, because the moon also represents our mother. And now it's getting really close to your Venus. And so this is going to even be asking you to look at the way that you're making money, the way you're dealing with your finances, the way that you're expressing yourself, like you said, as a woman, um, the way that you're in touch with your own divine femininity, the way that you have relationships with other women, and just love and desire in general. So this is going to be kind of pulling that out of you too to say, okay, now is the time to step into let's heal this because that's what the south node wants us to do is it says let's let go of the crap that you have attached to this and let's bring in the beautiful you know peaceful and and also because it's scorpio very um transformational powerful sides of you so you you know in the coming months you're going to be going through this south node on your venus so there can be some type of pain with this but it's like all for the purpose of you really developing this even deeper self-love and then that being able to emanate through you. And because this is in your fifth house, I think that there's probably going to be some really amazing music or art somehow made in this as well. Okay, well, yeah, I'm going through the money thing right now. I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my rent, you know, like, like month to month right now. And it's been actually that's, that's a part of that's a part of the rock bottom breakdown is like, you know, how do I how do I move forward? Like, what am I like, you know, God, I'm open to receiving. Like, how can I be of service? I just made this incredible album. I have enough for two albums. Like, I'm doing everything I can. You know, I'm like over here. I'm like on a cameo. I'm on Patreon. Like, you know, but it's like, I, I just like, okay, what am I not seeing? You know, that's what I've been. That's what I've been going in and out of, of like this going into duality and separation and just like so much like lack and poverty mentality and scarcity mentality and then like wait a second here like okay let me just expand my energy let me just widen my energy what am i not seeing here there's something i'm not seeing and like you know and 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 the lesson and the blessing and and you know i went from that to like then a couple nights ago i found myself sitting there just like praying and just like so thanking so god for so much for all of this that i'm going through because i know that this is making me stronger and um and just really going back and forth with that but so wow so um i don't know can you give me any like (laughs) you said there yeah any advice i guess on um or do you need like a specific question um, oh for, yeah, I can yeah. I can just kind of intuitively and, and pull from your chart of what you probably might need to be activated within right now. Um, mm-hmm. Is you know right now the big thing that's nice is that as this the South Node is moving through this, it's really asking you to step into your deeper gifts and and you're already doing that. But I think that the biggest component here is for you to trust. It's all about this trust that you don't have to force anything to happen that it's the surrender of, okay, I know that I'm always going to be taken care of. The more that I'm listening to my guides, to God, to the voices that I hear that, you know, I don't need to be in confusion anymore and that it's okay to not be into confusion and to instead know that the more that I am me and the more that I'm here about being of like pure heart, that that's what's going to, to kind of lead me forward. And because you also have right now this North node, is moving through Taurus, which is your 11th house. The 11th house is magic and it's manifestation and it's through community. And so I think that there's actually this piece that even though you're in this area and you have basically three more months of this kind of retreating um, cycle to, to still be okay with calling on community, you know, and maybe that's calling on the community in Ojai, or if there's other people who are in Southern California that you really trust, like it's bringing in that because a lot of times Miracles happen through other people. Well, miracles usually always happen through other people, right? Unless there's some type of sign. Um, but that's that's how it happens. And I think that when you go on tour, and by the way, everybody listening, Meg has amazing tours lined up where it's like, I mean, thank you so much for sharing the, the truth of your soul of what you're actually going through. Because I think that people are like, oh, wow, you're this rock star. So you must be this huge thing and so happy and have millions of dollars in the bank. And, you know, you've been so honest and so transparent. It's so beautiful and like humbling just mm-hmm. to, to witness your transparency. But, you know, you're going to be touring with the Smashing Pumpkins. You're doing a show with Billy Idol. 
you're going to be with my chemical romance. And, and, you know, that is amazing. And I think that that is, that's the representative of this 11th house here because the 11th house is community and it's large gatherings and it's people who are all like fighting for a cause together. And so just know that you going into this, that's, that's 100% what you're supposed to be doing and trusting. I think that, yeah, the, the biggest piece of this is while you're on tour, while you're with these, the rock stars, right. And when you're doing that, sticking so true to who you are and, you know, not getting involved in any of those ways that you were before, but of being like, wow, I've gone through this incredible spiritual awakening. I'm a different person than I was five years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. And, you know, inspiring other people, because that's the cool thing is that you come in and you're like, yeah, I'm this different person. And now I have my guides, I have my crystals. And it doesn't mean you have to be this woo woo hippie, right? It's like, no, I'm just me. And how do I also spread this love to anyone else? Because I mean, there's a reason why, you know, fame does this to people where there's alcoholism and drugs and rehab and all of that, because people don't know how to deal with it. It's not a normal thing, right? Like it's not normal to, to be exhausted and on tour or to have fame and all that. And, and so it's like, I feel like there's this piece that you actually get to become the example for other people and remembering that like you get to be like you, your soul and, and, you know, your guides and the universe and all that, like chose you to go through the journey that you did that now you get to be the example to other people who are in that industry and even, you know, a mentor for other young girls and boys who are coming up in this. And then also an example to people who are older than you, because there's people who are older than us, like, you know, our parents' generation and older and people 20 years, 10 years, whatever, who also need to see this example. Because I think sometimes we even think with age, it's like, oh, well, I'm, you know, still 35. But so this person who's 55 must still know, they they don't know, like, they, they might, but like, there's nothing that you can't teach to people. So I think that right. it's really honing in yeah. on all of the truth that you've learned and sharing that. And that's going to be your pathway to abundance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that I, um, so I just, cause I haven't really talked about, you know, some of my newer experiences with, with performing. Um, but I, I've been sober from alcohol for, um, I mean, I never did hard hard drugs back then or anything, but it was more it was alcohol was my thing, and I've been sober for two and a half years, and um and I played a few shows since then sober, and it it, it was like so uncomfortable, like and because <laughs> it was just because of the social anxiety and because I just feel so exposed and I'm so sensitive, but what I what I would do is just like. And so much shadow be coming up, you know, insecurities, so much. I have so many insecurities that I'm working through. And, like, that would come in so heavy. Like, and I was just like, all right, what am I going to do? I'm just going to go into my body and go into it. And those were, you know, those were some of the best shows I've ever had because it was me, like, liberating myself. And, you know, I remember um, when I did Riot Fest, actually, I just, like, felt so uncomfortable walking out on stage. And then, like, the music came in and I just started, like, I literally felt like I was breaking out of a cocoon, like, emerging from this cocoon. And it was so, just, you know, uncomfortable is the word, I guess. I'm doing this really weird thing with my arms right now as I'm saying this. But, (laughs) (laughs) but, like, you know, um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to, I I feel like I actually, I, I, I didn't feel this for a long time um you know a couple years ago like I I feel like I'm actually excited and looking forward to playing on stage now you know because um not only because of what I've been through and um and I feel like this is a very important part of my my life's purpose my work you know um but I feel more I feel more connected to the music now that I that I've created um Mm. this album was created um mostly on my piano just me and my piano and channeling and healing and crying and you know then like laying down on the ground having a snack and then coming back into it and just 
you know, it's took me a long time to finish it. It's near, it, it actually is about finished. I'm just getting it mixed and mastered right now. So, um, and there's just a couple like loose ends to, that I'm tying up with it, but it's really, it, it just feels like I, I'm so excited to share it. So um, as, as much as there is some, um, you know, like, oh my God, like I'm scared. <laughs> there's also, um, a knowing, a deep knowing that that this is going to be so profound for me. It's going to be such a liberating experience, and I just feel that that I want to do this. Like, and I never felt like that before. I never felt like that. I felt like I like I have to do this now. I got to go do this now. I got to do this now. Like, no, I want to do this. Um, and yeah, oh man, something you said earlier. I, I'm trying to remember. It, it had me. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll bring it up if it, if it comes again, but. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's so beautiful. And I think that the journey of sobriety is also really inspiring. I also stopped drinking and, you know, there's the occasional mushroom trip, but like, that's it. And, and yeah, not same. drinking, like I stopped about five years ago and it just changed my life. And I used to get, so you and I have a, a lot of similar things in our birth chart because we're both 1986 and there's something with like so much water, like, like the Jupiter also right here, the Jupiter, which is, you know, the planet of expansion, it's in Pisces. And so it makes us extremely sensitive. And, you know, you, especially you have, you know, the cancer rising and then all of this Scorpio, but for anybody who is an empath, or like you said, like an HSP, a highly sensitive person, it's, I would definitely recommend to to experiment with like stopping drinking and seeing how you feel because for me it was just so life-changing and that's when my world opened up and yeah. the way that I stopped was I had um I had gone through a miscarriage with with my boyfriend at the time like 5 years ago but he I knew he wasn't the person that I wanted to to be with and I knew I didn't want him to be the the baby daddy right and um, it was really hard. And then finally, like a couple weeks later, I had come down to LA and I went to one of Tom Petty's last concerts where he played at the Hollywood Bowl before he died like a month later. And I remember that my friends and I, we drank so much and like basically to the point that we each pretty much had our own bottle of wine. Like I think we shared, there were three of us and we shared three bottles of wine. And the next day I was so depressed and so low that it felt like there were evil spirits like taking over my mind you know and taking over my body oh, wow. yeah yeah and it was from that day on that I was like you know what I'm done with this like if I'm gonna live a clean and beautiful type of life that I want where I do want to have you know my dreams come true I eventually want to have a family like all of that like this type of depression and lowness cannot exist in my frequency and it would only come on when alcohol was there and then it yeah. was like all of a sudden the astrology gift came in like all these other miracles started happening so it it is and and then the yeah. cool thing is like you don't need you don't need that to have fun like you get to feel like oh yeah this is the high and the ecstasy of just being human which like we all have that it's like dopamine yeah, and serotonin exactly. like there's a reason we have those hormones you know <laughs> yeah oh my god I get so much more high doing yoga or just sitting in nature and breathing you know breath work right <laughs> yes but, you know yes oh my goodness yeah so when I quit uh drinking the last thing uh, uh I can't remember exactly when it was but what my spirit guides had said to me was like you're a big girl you can do whatever you want but they suggested that I that I quit and and they said why do you think it's called spirits yes <laughs> so exactly said that I was like yup and that is you know yeah yeah quitting drinking was like that's when I started building my like you know light shield <laughs> whatever you want Call yes it, you know like yes. my just started becoming more sovereign and, and stuff and going through all that and and I realized like wow a lot of my drinking was just to be people and to be around toxic people so you know and toxic environments and stuff so when I really when I really retreated and went into it and started going through my dark night of the soul it's like you know, well, I was like, I don't even need it anyway. I don't want it. Like that doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> like I want to 
feel my emotions and like hold myself and like nurture my inner child now you know yes. give myself what I need yeah absolutely well okay Meg it has been so amazing to have this conversation I feel like you and I could chat forever I feel like we need to get together so that we can yeah. keep this conversation going but please tell everybody tell us about absolutely you know what are the the songs that they can listen to right now I know you just released two new songs this year and how they can get in touch with you and follow you and your patreon and all of that magic yeah, so you guys can go to my website, which is megmyers.com. Through there, my TikTok. Um, I'm a goofball. You can get to my Instagram, um, all of that. My YouTube channel, I just released a video. I'm about to release another video. Um, one of the songs that I released a video for a, a couple months ago is called HTIS, which is called, which is actually it stands for hiding that I'm sexual um mm. and uh it, it, it's a really deep song for me it was a really fun song liberating song for me about um um you know just my repressed uh sexuality and what that really is for me and what that means for me and and um and the beauty in it and the purity of it um when i spent many many years of my life in a lot of shame uh, and around it and guilt and so uh, that was a really powerful song, um, a really beautiful video featuring Luna Shadows and Carmen Vandenberg. Um, and they're in the video also. Um, somebody said like, I think somebody said it reminded them of like uh, anime or something, <laughs> the, the video, which I love. Uh, and uh, I'm about to release another song uh, video for my song called Children of Light. And you can check both of those out on Spotify. Uh, yeah, you can really get to everything through my website actually, but um, my Patreon community is amazing. Uh, we do the Sunday we're doing a dance party together on Zoom. You can join for as little as five dollars. I think it's five, ten, twenty-five, and a hundred are the are the tier options. Uh, but I post a lot of stuff on there, a lot of videos. Uh, you you can see my entire journey from really nearly. I think it's near the beginning of my awakening. You can go all the way back to now. Um, and what else i think that's really it yeah and i'm going to be releasing my album uh i've been pushing it pushing it pushing it but we're coming up with the date for the first quarter of next year and i'll be going on tour next year um and all those dates for the billy idol my chem uh and smashing pumpkins are you can see those through my website so i think that's about it am i missing anything no um that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. And we Which will we awesome. will post all of this. Yes, we'll post all of this into the show notes of the the social media, the Patreon, the website. And as we as we close out our episode, we're going to play the song The Children of the Light too, so you guys can all hear that. And Meg, I just want to thank you so much for being on this and also to just acknowledge you for this beautiful path that you have carved for yourself and for being so honest and open and vulnerable with everything that you've shared today. I'm sure that everybody listening has learned a lot and, and there's this utmost respect for you and for what you've gone through, but also even more important, what you are now in and really surrendering and setting that beautiful example and being, you know, I think one of the the only kind of like female rock figures who are talking about spirituality and all of that. And so thank you so much for, for accepting this mission that your soul signed up for and for being you. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. That means a lot to me, Natalie. Yes, absolutely. And I have one final question for you since this is called yeah. the cosmic earth podcast. What does it mean to you to be living on a cosmic earth? Ooh. I think just to be present, just to be present with everything. Um, I think that's the, you know, the way that we can really connect to Mama Earth and also to the cosmos is to just be present. That's where all of that comes in, all that magic. Good, good. <laughs> um, and like, you know, there's so many distractions in, in our lives. So I think in that presence is like when the epiphanies and um, all of that really shows up. Absolutely. So beautiful, beautifully said. Thank you so much, Meg. It was such an honor. And everybody stay tuned to listen to her song and have a beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you. Come, children of light and 
try not to get caught up in the egoic mind. There are many vices to keep you swimming in the illusion of time to keep you from your best life to keep you on the borderline to shield you from your own eyes to break you till you want to die they feed on your fear to survive star rating and share this episode with a loved one and if you want more visit the links down below to book a custom session or get my digital guides on how to read your chart remember you are never alone or hopeless the same force that guides the stars guides you too